What does Halakha and Hasidis say about vegetarianism? I'm going to begin with a very interesting episode. There's a Yid, who's one of the most Choshvah Rabbanim in who published his own autobiography a number of years ago. And he is a vegetarian. And he makes reference to the Chidah and some other G'deli Yisrael also opposed people eating meat and they were vegetarians. He visited the Rebbe in Yechidis and raised the question of vegetarianism to the Rebbe. And in his biography, he describes what the Rebbe told him. But there's a bit of a problem. Problem is that this Yechidis happened in 1962. And when he came out of the Rebbe's room, as was traditional in those days, the Bachram circled him and asked him what conversations they had with the Rebbe. And he told the Rebbe about his conversation about vegetarianism, and they wrote down then what he told them. And in his book, he writes something quite different. And uh, frankly, I inclined to believe what the Bachrim wrote for the simple reason, first of all, they wrote it at the time, and second of all, they didn't have a, a bias. And according to the Bachrim's account of what the Rebbe told him, the Rebbe said to him, vegetarianism is something for Yechidez Gula. The notion of being uh, not meat-eater within the framework of Yiddishkeit and quoting G'deli Yisrael and G'deli Amakubalim that spoke about not eating meat is something for individuals. But the idea that Jewish people should not eat meat is not part of our religion. It's not part of our religious paradigm. And I'm going to explain to you how I understand this. Vegetarianism has a variety of different bases. One, of course, is health. And if a person's vegetarianism has to do with health, I don't think this crosses over any lines when it comes to Teda and Alocha or even Ashkafas Ayadas. It's a question of medicine. Doctors tell you how you have to be healthy. There's no requirement of Teda to eat meat. It's, it's Mahuda to eat meat and Shabbos and Yom Tif. But uh, yeah, Mashiach will come, have to bring a carbon Pesach, he'll have to eat a Kazayas of flesh. But you're not mechuyiv to eat meat in the absolute sense of the word. In other words, you can explain that if a doctor says it's not good for you to eat meat, so that becomes your unique Shabbos and your Simchas Yom Tev and so on. But there's also vegetarianism on moral grounds, on ethical grounds, about cruelty to animals. And in cruelty to animals itself, there's two levels. The first is that the practices in the slaughterhouses are cruel. In other words, that then the shlachtaiz are actually abusive to the animals. And there's no doubt that Taylor does not support that. Taylor is not indifferent to the pain of animals. There's the Gemaris about Rabbeinah Kaddish and so on, where they talk very seriously about the halachas of Tsar Balechayim, including when you're killing animals. That when you kill one animal, the other animals shouldn't hear that the first animal is being killed, so they shouldn't be frightened and so on. There's no justification in Taylor for uh, being cruel to animals and saying it doesn't make a difference. So that also has a place. But then there is also the argument of cruelty to animals that you're not allowed to kill animals altogether. As if animals have the same rights as people. And this is a very, very big movement and it's a radical movement and it's a militant movement and it's an extreme movement that says when a human being kills an animal it's no different than a human being killing another human being. This uh, becomes a religious question. And I'll tell you why. I'll give you a maise, a sipur, which is brought in Sfarim, and I think it's a true story, 
that somebody was a relative of the Rebbe Rashab, of the previous Rebbe's father, and he was a vegetarian. And he came to Lubavitch to argue vegetarianism on the grounds of ethical treatment of animals. So the Rebbe Rashab said, and when you bite into a piece of lettuce, because you don't hear the lettuce crying out, that's okay. And um, the point that the Rebbe Rashab was making, every living thing, when you, kill, when you eat it, you kill it, and when you kill it, it hurts. And there is evidence that just like animals, the same is true with fish, and the same is even true with plants. They respond, they experience pain. Clearly it's a different concept of pain, it's a different level of pain, it's a different level of neurological responses. I guess you could translate that if you chose to, it's not as painful, they're not as sensitive, whatever, however you want to explain it, uh, studying the chemicals and the reactions and so on and so forth. But the idea that you're not allowed to kill animals because animals experience pain and you're allowed to cut down tomatoes because tomatoes don't experience pain is simply untrue. So of course you're going to counter and say, but you got to eat some things, you have to eat fruits and you have to eat. So you'd rather off, rather eat fruits and vegetables rather than eating meat. And this is where it becomes mamasha religious question. And I'll tell you why. What's right and what's wrong? What's true and what's false? And how can you prove it? How can you prove it? Any person who studies the history of humankind sees the pendulum swing again and again. In the world we live in right now, killing animals and eating meat is seen as a bad thing. It wasn't very long ago that hunting, hunting, which is real cruelty, uh, was considered sport by the same people who today are so against killing animals. And in a hundred years from today, it's very likely that it'll be back in vogue. Meaning to say that the society, the culture, and the way it responds to right and wrong is constantly changing, constantly evolving. Right now the world believes that this is moral, this is immoral, this is ethical, this is unethical. And there's people who stand on soapboxes and scream and they'll call you evil if you kill an animal and eat meat, even if you do it in a humane way, because they think that it's wrong. Fifty years ago the people who were in their category didn't think so. It's very possible that in 50 years from today they're going to think differently than they think now. But right now, this is the moral high ground as they call it, so they run around and scream and they feel very self-righteous and so on. What's right and what's wrong? And of course, there is a secular argument to the effect that there's no such thing as a right and a wrong. It's all subjective. It's a matter of opinion. And people lobby, right? The world in which we live is people trying to convince people that what they think is right is right and they should buy onto it. And there's so much pressure that exists in the media and in social circles to get people to accept certain practices as moral and other practices as immoral, certain ways of life as acceptable and other ways of life as unacceptable and so on. And of course, one of the areas of this entire ongoing debate is the question of eating meat. And there's a lot of people who say that any kind of killing of animals, even if it's humane, is cruel. And it's not enough that they don't want to eat meat. You're not allowed to eat meat. And if you don't agree with them, then you're a bad person. Are they right or are they wrong? Of course, they think they're right. They, want, they think they're so right that if you don't agree with them, you're a bad person. You have to agree with them and so on. But on what grounds? On what, on what basis? 
And of course the answer is, because this is what they think. Now something may happen, it doesn't matter what, but something may happen, and they may change their mind. In 10 years, in 20 years, in 50 years, and then the, the morality changes. And the history of the world is a series of ebbs and flows about all of these kinds of questions. Enter into this debate, Teda Sashem, the Teda. What is the Teda? The Teda is the wisdom of God, period. The Teda is the Chochmah of Hashem. And of course, if you've learned Hasidus, you understand it says in the Zayah that the Teda is the blueprint of creation. The creation radiates from the Teda. And the Teda says, I am going to teach you what's right and what's wrong based on the designer of the creation. And of course, one of the beautiful things about the Teda is that it does not change. Morality doesn't change. What's considered cruel today was considered cruel 100 years ago and will be considered cruel 100 years from now. It's not going to change. Because the Teda gives criterion, absolute laws. And when Teda says that something is immoral, it was always immoral. And when Teda says something is moral, it always was moral. And one of the issues that the Teda talks about killing animals and eating meat. And of course you all know that the Chumash says 